Andrew. Oh, 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 look at this. Oh, Galindo. I'm gonna answer. Hello? Yo, what's up? Hello? <laughs> tell him it's you. Tell it's... I, I don't know, I just... <laughs> take a take a wild guess, Galindo. I sound too normal to be Andrew Thomas? Well then, who is this, Galindo? That that is who it is. That's me. Hello. Yes. Hey. Yes, he is. <laughs> One sec. Some no. I don't sound normal. I don't sound like a human being functioning in society. <laughs> hello, hello, hey. You are live hello? on a podcast, Galindo. Hello, you are live. We are gonna what keep the this fuck? in. <laughs> why friend... am I? Why am I on your fucking podcast? <laughs> what is going on? Do you want me to take you off the podcast? You don't have to be on the podcast, Galindo. You can be off the podcast. You want to be a guest on the podcast? What are y'all even fucking talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about. You're just going to throw me in here like a schmuck. Do you... You're like a fucking bum in front of everybody, dude. Natalie Portman. Do you what know... You, you... Natalie Portman. The new Natalie Portman movie. The girl from Star Wars. She's kind of... She looks pretty skinny. Yeah, she's, she's thin in bones. I mean, I don't know. She has a pretty face. What about her? <laughs> her new movie. Oh... Hey, that shit looks pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, we saw it. That's what we're reviewing. <laughs> oh, no shit. Yeah. How was it? Uh, go listen to the podcast. <laughs> go listen to the podcast. Listen to the full podcast. I'll send you the link. You're going to be in this. This will be the All end. All right, well, fucking send me the link, and, and I'll take a listen or whatever. Okay. Okay. Okay, Galindo. I love you. Fucking don't fucking <laughs> All right, I'm going to take this part. I'm going to take this part <laughs> off the podcast. Okay. Well, Sam. So well, Sam. Funny. That's, no. I'm glad. Right I'm now. glad. No, you're, you're too close. I'm glad that the bear for the revenant is getting work. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls, everyone outside and in between, welcome to my mother. Listen to the show back. You're very loud today. Yes, I am. Dear Lord. Yeah, I can. Fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, folks. Uh, so we're in it, right? We're doing we're, it. This is it. We are in it. We are, <laughs> we are rocking and rolling. I will call, but I just want to hear how we're going to cut the beginning of this. We pack. will figure that out later. Um, geez, Louise, how are so you saying? I am good now. That was fucking hilarious, dear fucking lord. So, full disclosure to the audience, because the intro probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we were. We hit record, we tested the audio, everything was good. I was about to do the intro, and Andrew's friend called. Yes, and they had Andres a, Galindo. And they had a good 15-minute conversation, and I recorded all of Andrew's half. <laughs> but it hopefully you don't hear that funny. part. It was so funny. Uh, and then you just heard his voice. Hopefully you, uh, the mic picked it up. It did, um, it definitely it did. did. Yeah, sure. I awesome. heard it loud and, loud and clear. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh... 
Should we talk about the movie we saw? <laughs> also, we're drinking again. Yes, this might be a new feature. This is this is gonna be fun. It was a little loosey goosey. A little loosey goosey. Not as drunk as last time because I had yeah, to edit you a were, lot out of that podcast. Yeah, you were. Uh, <laughs> that was you were a rough there. Monday for me. Annihilation. 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 Let's do it. Also, I'm sick, so if I'm sniffly, that's why. What do you so, think? What do you think? I asked you, first. You usually go first. That's my thing. You usually. Yeah, but now we're switching. We're switching no. it around. All right, you that was first. a new conversation. Hey, Sam, what did you think? Hey, Andrew, I asked you first. Hey, Sam, what did you think? Hey, well, I'll do this all night. <laughs> what do? You, why do you want me to go first? Because I like it. I like. You like me going first? Yes, I like you going first. Okay. I did not love it. Uh huh. I did not hate it. Uh huh. I did not eh it. I was like, I liked it. It's a good move. It's a good time. It's a good time. No it's really required. weird. No alcohol required. Uh, Although if I was a little, little, a little drunk, for you. it would have been great. No, I have, I have like two major issues with it that kind of ruin it. Also, yeah, if you don't know by now, if you're a new listener, thank you for listening. But. Spoilers. Spoilers. My, oh, also, my name is Sam Madigan. Oh, and I'm Andrew Thomas. Um, See, we back. have a thing. You say your name first, then I go. But I ask you what you thought of the movie. We have a thing. I have not noticed this I thing. Noticed. We're on episode seven, folks. Here we go. Dear. <laughs> We're going to die soon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, 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 I am on the positive side of eh. I don't love it. But I'm on the positive side. You know, I'm on the negative side of, eh, like, okay. I didn't hate it, Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, what? And okay. once, you know, until, like, the last five minutes of the movie happened, uh-huh. I was like, what's going on? I like what's that. happening? And I'm then okay um, Natalie, Part- Natalie Portman started talking, and I was like, oh, I get it. And I just... What do you think? Okay. What do you think this movie is about? Um, I mean, as those lovely people <laughs> those, saying, Oh, those people behind, behind us. us. Oh, um, those people. I hate those people. It's a little... It's kind of like, you know, our favorite movie, Mother. Uh, Don't lie kind to the of, people. Don't lie to the new listeners. <laughs> listeners, kind of like apparently, that. is a word. It's kind of like that. Where it's kind of... I feel like there's a lot of things. It's one thing you could take away from it is how humanity, how people... Humanity uh-huh. in general or just a singular person... At one point or another, does self destruct. Uh huh. That well, uh, yes, I agree. And what does Jennifer Jason Lee say? That's the older woman. Uh, I hate her so much. Do you? I always yes. think of Daisy Dauber Duke. Every time she what? said the N word. Oh, she said hateful eight. I have not seen hateful eight. Oh, I thought you have. I thought we talked about it. No, I guess that was you. Um, it's one of your other white friends. Yeah, one of my other white friends. <laughs> um, no, Every I have time not I see seen, her, I have like, not seen Hateful Eight, and now knowing so that she's much. in it, I probably don't want to watch it. Uh, all right, quick pause in that conversation. What what have you seen her in? I'm trying to think of other She's the she's mom in. in Atypical, and she's in this. And these are the only Atypical. two things that I've ever I seen her in. Atypical is. is a Netflix original show. That is, like, fine. It's, like, kind of cute. I, like, watched it in, like, a day. Like, it's a really short watch. Um, but it's about this family, this mom, dad, brother, and sister, the brother is on the autism spectrum uh-huh. it's just about him like 
it's like a coming of age kind of thing for him. He like asks a girl out and like he tries to he, he the the his kind of through line is is he wants a girlfriend. He wants to find his first girlfriend. Oh, uh, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is like it's really cute and I think the sister and the brother and the dad are all so good. Like they're really it's heartwarming. I think they do a really good job in this like fairly mediocre show. Uh-huh. Just otherwise, I think the writing is kind of bland. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's like there there are issues with that show. But she is my biggest issue with it because, oh boy, I could talk about Atypical for a while because there's so. All right, just talk about her. What do you not like her acting? So do not like I do her? not like her acting at all. Really? Yes. Oh. Wow. Okay. So pause on this conversation. Let's go hop quickly back. What that uh, Jeffrey Jason Lee? What she said is. Uh, People think that people are super suicidal. They're like, some of us are suicidal. A lot of us are self-destructive. You didn't like that line? No. We'll get into that. I really liked it. I was like, ooh. But, so. Not into it. What's this movie called? back. What's this movie called? Annihilation. Annihilation. Uh, So, Annihilation. Let's just hop into it. No, wait. Hold on. Let me... Let me jump back. Sorry. I want to get this out. No, no. We're going to Jennifer Jason Leigh. Annihilation. Yeah. Let's talk Jennifer about Jason the Lee. cast. Jennifer Jason Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee. In Atypical. Right. Atypical has has a major problem. The show, her story arc in the show is framed around her being a good mother. Okay. Who has fallen from grace and does all these horrible things. Okay. But from the very first moment of the very first episode, she is not framed as a good mother by any of the other actors. The script, the way the story is told or anything, but the rest of the season needs you to believe that she was a good mother. But in the first episode, the son doesn't like the way that she... Spoilers for atypical. Who gives a shit? From the very first episode, the son doesn't like the way that that she treats him. The daughter hates her. The dad and her don't seem to have a very loving relationship. And then the rest of the show is her, like, meeting this random guy and, like, liking him and cheating on her husband and, like, being a shitty mother to, like, her kids and trying to relate to them, but she's really bad at it. sounds more like the writer's than her fault. Her acting does not aid in it in any way. You could have easily taken the writing of those scenes and framed her as a decent mother who was trying her best. She did not. She fell into what seems like a very obvious trap of just like, oh, I'm just a bad mom. But then, like, the rest of the season is framed of, of her, like, becoming a bad mom. Okay. It's a really weird issue. I feel like she falls into the very easy traps of characters way too easily based on the two things that I've seen her in. Obviously, I haven't seen Hateful Eight or anything else that she's done. She's really good at Hateful Eight. And she's in something else that she's really good in, but I can't think of it. But in Uh Annihilation, she plays a character. Spoilers for Annihilation. She plays a character who has cancer and is dying. Again, uh, I think that's the issue with the writing because sub character was like no, no, she has cancer I'm no, no, like, that's a that's a separate issue separate issue to what I'm talking about okay you are playing a character who is dying who knows that they're dying who's going into a very suicidal quote-unquote situation of like you don't know what's going to happen the trap to fall into in that situation is to become apathetic to not care to just be there to just kind of exist and go throughout the movie we need to get going I need to get to the lighthouse. I need I to do all these things. Like, 
I understand that choice completely. If you are dying and there is a part of you that just doesn't care anymore, you become very apathetic to life. I get that. Like, that is a logical thing to make. It is a very boring thing to watch on screen for two hours. It is very boring. And it is very bo- It is just, like, the easiest thing to, that, like, a lot of young, inexperienced actors make of just, like, falling into these traps of just, like, oh, my character is dying and doesn't, like, care anymore. So I'm just not going to care about anything. But, like, you're looking at, like, a giant bubble that came from space. And you don't care? Like, you're dying. And you aren't just like, holy shit, there's a space bubble. Like, I agree it doesn't with really make any sense. But I don't blame her. I blame the writing. No, I blame her. I, I blame the writing for separate issues. I do think the writing in this movie has issues. A yeah, lot of issues. That's my second issue. My first issue is is her character who is a character that that is a psychologist who you don't become a psychologist because you don't care you become a psychologist because you care about people and you want to learn why they do the things that they do and you want to help them yes. that's what a psychologist does so why would you play a character who whose entire life up to this point has been about caring for people and caring about things that happen and play them apathetically throughout the entire two hours of the movie. I would understand if towards... I'm talking a lot and very quickly. Uh I have a lot of thoughts. I would understand if towards the end of the movie, she got more apathetic and she stopped caring maybe after they find the body that they cut, that the soldiers cut open. Maybe around there I would start to understand Uh her character choice of like oh, I've seen all these horrendous things. And her reaction to it is to disengage, to become apathetic, to not care, to just kind of go throughout, go through the motions. But she was like that from her first scene. It really bugged me, like, a lot. And every time she was on screen, I was just, like, waiting for her to die. And she was the last character to die, and it bugged me a lot. I really, really disliked that choice. If she had made a different choice, I probably would have been fine with it, but she made this very apathetic, easy, boring choice. And I, I maybe this shows me as a director and my fault, but again, I think that's the director. Maybe she did try to do something different, but she was like, but Alex Garden, as a director, he was like, no, you are just simply this character who and I for this story because the story needs to serve Natalie Portman which we'll talk about it works it works for the story I disagree I completely I completely agree with you what you're saying about the character but for the story for the overarching it works just a force of just guys getting cut open worms are inside of him alright cool we're camping here we just need to sleep during the dark. You can do up, that. Go, you can do go, that exact go, same thing. You can do that exact same go go go, without being apathetic about it. You can do that with being commanding and do that with being a leader. But but again, she does it apathetically, and it and every every single leader. scene. Again, I get. I feel like it's unfair to blame her because I blame I blame her because she makes a, almost the same choice in Atypical. Oh, again, I, you're you're speaking from this. I haven't seen it. I know, but I'm so. just saying that's why I I, I take and issues she's great with hateful eight. I uh, that's just why I take issues with her in in these things is because like if she had done that in atypical and then something different here, I would have been like, oh, okay, I just didn't like your performance performance in atypical. But because you made a very similar choice in these two things, I don't. I also don't really 
just believe her as an actress. There's a lot of moments in in this movie and in Atypical that I was just like, you don't care. Like you, like you as an as a person, Jennifer Jason Lee don't oh, care about I what's happening. Disagree. I I, I really do disagree. not like her performance at all. Um. Yeah. I I think. I. How do I say this? I think she could have walked in with the script, agreed, signed the dotted line. And was like, hey, I really want to do this with this character, that with that, this character. And Alex Garland was like, cool. Well, I had a different idea when I was writing this, so do it like that. And I think it's unfair to blame her for that performance. I get what you're saying. I think, again, for the movie, and this is just different different strokes for different folks. For the movie, I think it works fine. I don't think it's like oh, a, a, a complete you know, transformation. I think it just works fine for the film. It gets us where we need to go. I don't think Which, so. again, issue with the directing, which I'll talk about later. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's just us. So, going to our lead. <laughs> no, let's talk about the um, rest, the rest what, of the girls. Uh, the, They're great. We'll end with uh, uh, yeah. uh, Padme. So, uh, uh, Jane, Jane the Virgin. Oh, oh Jane the Virgin. Uh, what's her name? What is that? Jane the Virgin. She the one the who Hispanic died by bear? One, yes, the Hispanic. Oh, no. Lady. Gina Rodriguez, I think that's her name. Oh, the paramedic? Was she a paramedic? There was a paramedic. <laughs> Again, we're going to talk about our issues with the script later. Was she a paramedic? Yeah, there was the paramedic, and then there was the the other scientist, and then there was Tessa Thompson, the physicist. Yes. So let's talk about Tessa Thompson. So I love Tessa, Tessa Thompson. Um, I really liked her. Thought she was boring. Really? Thought she was boring. I really liked now, her. Now that's a performance I can blame on the actress. No, I really liked For her. For someone that we've seen... Be charismatic again. I love Creed a lot, but that character is just kind of. She in Creed? Yes, she's in Creed. She's the main love interest. Oh my God, she is. Uh-huh. I didn't recognize her. Yeah, she's she had the long yeah, hair. The dreads, oh yeah. wow, the dreads. The dreads. She's. Great. I was gonna say Brent. I love Tessa Thompson even more now. Oh uh, yeah, she's in Creed. But again, is she is such a great actress, and to see her. Take this rule where she is, you know, quiet and meek. You can do something with that. It's basically copy and paste what you said about Jason. Uh, Jason Jennifer Jason. Gen- Jennifer Jason Lee. Jeez Louise. Um, <laughs> One beer. Ex- uh, and a couple sips of. And a couple uh, sips of, of cranberry vodka. For and she, and I think every choice is boring. I think Ooh, every, I disagree. I, I really like that. So just, you know, I'm really smart. I just don't really get it. I cut myself not because I'm sad, because I want to live. She didn't say that. I know she didn't say that, but again, it's writing. <laughs> and she might as well have said it. It doesn't. That's what we learned for her character. It doesn't matter who said it. It's we. She might as well have said it. It's but very. I disagree. It's very boring. And very, I and to see her, she's so great in Creed and Thor and Dear White People. Ooh, it's just so. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No, not yet. Okay, it's on my list. And to see how like she takes these characters who could be flat. I loved her white people. That character could have just been a very annoying, very self righteous, very just pretentious character. And she brought depth. And again, the weight of how important an actor is. 
And in this movie, it felt like she was just like, yo, got that ex machina credit. Got you know, the guy everyone would love that movie that came out two years. I'm just gonna be in this. I don't I got a Marvel movie, so <laughs> I'm good. It felt very much like much like just boring. It felt very boring. I disagree. I really liked her performance. I thought it was like it because she played like sort of a smaller side character and this sort of meeker, quiet Physicist, I th- I really enjoyed it that it was just subtle and kind of there, and and I thought that it worked really well, in in contrast to Natalie Portman and uh, the girl who played the shepherd and the and not the shepherd character's uh-huh. name was Shepherd, uh-huh. um, the the woman who played Shepherd and the woman who played the paramedic. It was a nice kind of like balance between those four, of like personalities and kind of like oh okay I totally understand what's going on honestly you could have merged Shepard and her character together and I feel like it would have just worked better it might have worked better but I, but I, I maybe but Especially I, I really liked it out the way it's just I very really, I liked it I'm glad you liked it but uh, to me it's very just it's just I mean I stick flowers and now I'm one of she the, didn't stick flowers in her I, she was putting <laughs> Was she not doing that herself? That was coming out of her. Oh, I thought I thought she grabbed the leaf and put it on her forearm. Nope. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. She might have picked one off, but that I'm, was she. Coming, ha- I'm pretty sure she did. It was coming out of her. Oh well. And then she walked away, and then there was the shots of it getting bigger and bigger and bigger, oh, and then exactly. she went through the thing, and then she was gone. She um, was one of the flower people. Exactly. For I just. Like, again, I get it. I get why her character... But it's very... We'll get to the writing later. Um, Shepard. 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 I think. Uh, thought everything that you said about Tessa Thompson, I felt I felt like it was a nice... Good, I, yeah. Solid. Solid. You know. There. Subtle. And nice. People really take for granted good, quiet acting. Yeah. Just... You know, not every actor needs to be, you know, oh, I'm the actor. I'm going to just act my way through this. It it takes, I think it takes a lot of strength for an actor to just, it's hard to be a person Mm -hmm. and you know you have to say these lines a certain way. It's hard to do that. Yep. And for someone to do acting school. Exactly. Um, Do I know how to do it? God, no. It takes, it takes, you know, it takes real... I hope I see more of her. It takes I a really village. liked her. Yeah, it takes courage. It takes... Oh, I said a village. Oh. I was doing the whole... It takes courage. Oh. I was doing a I was doing a different bit. And then we The have paramedic. Gina Rodriguez, Jane the Virgin. I uh, liked it. I thought, again, I she was fine. We're talking about soft acting, big acting. It felt like she did it well. Yeah. I've seen a couple episodes of Jane the Virgin. I've, I've seen her in uh, Deepwater Horizon. And she was good in that. She was good in this. Again, I, I was I like glad it. to see another side of her. I liked the four of them. Honestly, I think it should have just been four. You would have taken out, out Jennifer Jason Lee. I would have taken Jason out Lee. Tessa Thompson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it both agree it should have been four people. Should have been four. Uh, no matter how you mix it up. Exactly. Should have been four. Uh, and then we'll go with, we'll go with uh, Black Swan last. Let's talk about my boy. Your no, let's boy. talk about Natalie Portman. We're boy. talking about casting. No, no, now we're talking about Oscar Isaac. What do you think of Oscar? Ooh, I love Oscar Isaac. Love Although his too. accent felt very in and out. For was the he first, supposed like, to be country? Yeah, I think he was supposed to be southern. 
was he supposed to be? Yeah. Because I thought he was just going Because in his monologue, no, in his monologue, at the at the end, He's he was unquestionably southern. southern. Yes, unquestionably. And so, retroactively, I mean, like in his scenes, because he doesn't really say oh, a whole he was lot just before going that. Crazy. He doesn't no, say because there was flashbacks. But he doesn't. There was flashbacks where he then. wasn't going crazy. But you. But he, but he had a southern accent. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Oh, I love Oscar. Don't break him like this for me. No, he wasn't. No, he did. No, no, he, no. Did. I mean, he, he was just going crazy. Did. No, I in, in the flat. No, like Andrew, Andrew, crazy. Andrew, Andrew. In the flashback scenes before any of that, you did not. he was. He did a southern. He had a southern accent. Dear Lord, really? Yeah. That's why I thought was, it was really in and out, and I was kind of confused. I was like, "Where are you supposed to be from?" And then he did his monologue at the end, and I was like, "Oh, you're supposed to be southern." Okay, cool. I got it. Oscar. Also, he better than he that. wasn't just going crazy. Do you know what happened at the end? Do you know what happened to him? That's not him. Who blew himself up? Yeah, that that's him. He blew himself. Yeah, up. Yeah, he blew himself up. Yes, but you don't hear him talk when he's crazy. When he blew himself up, he had the you know this grenade. Yeah, very, yeah, that monologue. He yeah, was southern monologue. because he was southern before. I don't think he was southern. He was. I mean, like, hey, people! I might be the crazy one. Sam might be the crazy. I don't think he was southern. He was doing he a southern. He was doing like, like a like no. He was doing. Oh, a, he had a southern accent. He was doing. It was in and out a bit on some words. I'm gonna rewatch it. You know, I'll rewatch. You'll it. rewatch anything. Yeah, but he swear to God, he had a southern accent All because right. I was wondering from his first line. I was like, "Are you southern? Are you doing a southern accent, Oscar?" But I love Oscar Isaac. I think yeah, he, I think he's great. I um, think he's always a solid choice to be in any movie. But this, he was just very just. Did you not like him? I liked it. What is there to like? <laughs> That's my I thing. Th- it's th- not that I didn't like him. There's what I is think, there to like? No, I think there that to like. Uh, take a charismatic actor and take away the charisma. What do you no, have? Think, you just I, have a no, dude. No, 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 no. You take a, a a very talented actor, mm-hmm. put him in like a small role where, like this, and I think you you don't get to see him shine, but you get to see him like really just act, like not put anything on, just kind of exist as this character, and I really enjoyed it. It it felt very similar to his his acting in Ex Machina. Oh, I a hundred twenty seven percent. Well, not in character, not know, in like in everything, I, I get but just exactly in the in the saying. in the in the natural feel of it. I was like every time he was on screen, I was aware that it was Oscar Isaac, but I also was like unaware that it was Oscar Isaac. You know, because he was just be, like this nice small little part. I mean, be completely and, honest, it kind of felt like he learned his lines ten minutes before they start shooting. But like he got the we script. We have very like, weird, different, weirdly like, different oh, opinions yeah, about this movie. Yeah. All right, got it. So, all right, I I liked it. I thought it was nice. I thought it. I thought his performance, as always, very good, very natural. I don't feel so well. Well, he what? That's not him. He's same an alien. Guy. It's the no, same performance. He's an alien at it that point. It doesn't matter. <sighs> that one scene where him and Natalie Portman are in the bed. That felt good. That felt... I was like, oh, yeah, all right. He was an alien the other times. It does... Anything outside of the flashback except for the monologue. He was an alien. So? So of course he wouldn't be natural. So? So of course an alien... An alien doesn't know how to act like a human being. An alien doesn't know how to act like a human being. But we're still supposed to... It it translate well for me. I'm sorry. It did Uh, for me. 
I was okay with it. I wasn't. Um, so let's get to her. Uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Say something about the mother. Prequel. Yeah, I love her. Are you going to ever swear on this podcast no, I again? Don't know. I, don't I know. sure hope you do. Again? Did I swear before? Yeah. What did I say? I think you said, damn it. Oh, that doesn't count. I want you to say the F word. No. Uh, Why not? Because my mother. Hi, mommy. And my dad. Andrew, Andrew's parents. Hello. My name is Sam. I'm I'm best buds with your with your fine son here in New York City. Would you be okay with him saying the f word on a podcast? Natalie Portman. <laughs> um, Natalie I've liked Portman. her a lot. No, really, let's, okay. I really like Natalie Ooh. Portman. Okay. Yes, we agree. We agree. <laughs> I really like Natalie Portman too. Wow, she was really wow, good. We're loud today. Were we loud? Yeah, okay. we're loud today. You want me to turn something? Yeah, loud? I'm just gonna turn this down a little bit. No, it's fine. It's this is in the podcast. Oh, don't be. Let's not be unprofessional. <laughs> That's so unprofessional. It's only when it's funny. I'm That's about to funny. be professional. Hold me, I'm profet. Maybe like a low voice type thing. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Natalie Portman. Natalie. I love Natalie Portman. She was really she good. She was really good. I'm glad. Cause like I, really good. We don't see a lot of Natalie Portman. She's not in a lot of movies. She's really not. Like what was the last thing she was in Thor. before this? Thor? Like, I knew she did, like... She Jane has probably done other stuff. But. Yeah, she did this Western, but, like... She's not in a lot. And it's always just great to see her. She's, she's so good. The professional... From such a young age. She and her and uh, Ian McGregor are the best part of the prequels. It's um, true. It's true. You can tell. If you ever... Kids, if you ever want to see an actor really try... Watch, watch Ewan watch, and Natalie Portman watch, in the prequels to Star Wars. You will see. You'll see an actor read a, uh, read a script and go, "I have to do this." Yep, and go, and there it is. All right, <laughs> yeah. Can we um, have more Ewan McGregor too? I love Ewan McGregor. Yeah, again, what is he? I Fargo, I guess. No, he did. He just did a movie. Oh, he did Beauty and the Beast. Right, he wasn't Beauty and the Beast. He just and Train Spotting too. Oh, that did exist, didn't it? Yeah, I never saw. I didn't Neither see it. Did I, I kind of saw ads for it, and I then it disappeared. Kept, I kept trying to go see it, and I came, went to the theater and saw something else. <laughs> uh, Can I be real with you? Yeah, I haven't seen Transpotting one. You goober! I know. I know. It's good. It's real good. I know. Um, but Natalie Portman. Natalie let's, Portman. Let's focus off. Let's the focus, men, Sam. Hey, um, I'm not the only one who's was, drinking. She was. She was good. I liked her a lot. She was really good. Um, like, really, really good. Like, standout good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, kind of, like, I was like, wow, okay, great, let's do it. Uh, everything she said, I believed, everything. It, yeah. was, it felt like a real... Her choices were, were really interesting, too. Mm-hmm. Like, in every scene, I was just like, oh, this is great. Yeah, she felt like a real person. Yeah, and then the through line of, of her lying to her the... Her story arc, yeah. The... the her, her team and then like them finding the video and like them learning and all that stuff I thought that was a really lovely back and forth for her character and the way that she did it and handled it was was really oh. really great up until the, the the Revenant bear fight number two yeah that first time that bear came out was, that was, was like, scary it was, <laughs> it was like, like fuck it was okay. like a black parent snatching their child who's acting up in a grocery store it was like, like is that what it's like Andrew that's what it's like um, that sucks. Um, that is what it's like. It's like you're playing. Do you like, wanna, la, 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 I might. And you, Andrew, wait. you go, psych. So, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I really, really liked her. 
I I did too. I really, I, really I think she's really great. I want to see her do more things. Yeah. I wish she was. I I told you about this in Thor. I kind of wish uh, she just like popped up. She they like when they were in the city when they were uh, destroying the old folks home mm-hmm. when they're looking for Odin. And she just walked past them. She was like, Thor. He was like, hey. And they're like, how are things since? Yeah, oh, Loki, you're still alive? Yeah. Oh, that would that would have been um, such a type of thing to do. Yeah. I thought. Did you hear What We that... Do in the Shadows is getting a sequel? Really? Yeah, he's doing a sequel. Oh. Or a TV show or something. Oh, okay. A TV but he, show. But he's, do, but like he's doing it. Taika, like, Taika is doing it. It's not Even somebody else. Even he was doing it. Taika is doing movie. it. But I think TV it's like a one perfect. like one season of a TV show. Oh, perfect! Right? Yeah, a sequel to the movie. Yeah, I'm not down with, but a TV show. Oddly enough, they're like an eight both, episode. They're basically the same thing. They're the same thing. Yeah, one of them is just six hours longer. Exactly, but that means you have something to say. You're not just doing it because people like Thor. They saw what we do in the shadows. They like that, so we're going to capitalize no, on that. I'm not. I'm not sure if it's for sure happening. Oh, but it's like I'm. But Taika was like, "Yeah, I could. Cool. I would do that." Uh, I think. But Natalie Portman. Loved her. Love Natalie Keep Portman. doing what you're doing. Keep doing it. Jackie. She did Jackie. She was nominated for an Oscar last right. year. She was nominated for an Oscar. I was like, she You're did, the movie guy. She did something. She did I was I was like, she was nominated for an Oscar last year. Uh yeah. I watched a video uh about like there was this linguist this linguistics guy. Oh, uh, he was like she was great. And he was like, Yeah, her accent killed it. She nailed it. The entire Kennedy saga is... I know you're Canadian, but so interesting. The entire just... Cool. Kennedy's. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Which part? Alex Garland. Now we can talk about directing, writing. Seen Sunshine? I have not. I really want to. You Uh, keep wanting me to. Yes. Can you... We don't. It's fine. I, I want to pull up his, like... I, IMDb. Oh, I can. I have my laptop. Uh, and then just run down because he wrote a lot of things. His first directorial debut. Imagine. Yeah, his first movie. It's Ex Machina. And he kills it. So uh, good. But yeah, let's run down a quick list. Just do written by. Because I think he's only directed two major motion pictures. Seven hours ago. Is Annihilation's Alex Garland remaking The Beach? With Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. I mean, a little. <laughs> What's an auteur? Oh, what is this? An auteur? Yeah. Uh, artist. Another word for artist, basically. You can see if I how wrong oh, I am. Oh, okay. A filmmaker whose personal influence and artistic control over a movie are so great that the filmmaker is regarded as the author of the movie. Well, he did write it, so that it's only a, makes sense. It's a very pretentious thing to say. It's a very... Oh, he's the auteur. Yeah. I mean, Hollywood Reporter, Annihilation, is Alex Garland an auteur in the making? I see people... I can see how people can love this movie. I think it's... 100%. Great. Uh, Who knows? Maybe things will change. Annihilation. Ex Machina. He wrote uh, Devil May Cry, which is a video game. Uh Uh-huh. He wrote Dread, the 2012 movie. He wrote Aud- Enslaved, Odyssey to the West. Oh, I heard that was a decent story. Um, he wrote Sunshine. He wrote 28 Days Later. And oh, he wrote so The Beach. He was a big Danny Boyle. Big Danny Boyle boy. Uh, he has directed two movies. 
Ex Machina and Annihilation. Annihilation. There it is. Um, so let's talk about that. Um, and just talking about auteurs and all that fun stuff. Really a step step backwards, in my opinion. I mean, like, still, if this is your step backwards, good. You I, can't, I can't wait to see what's next. Yeah. If this is your step backwards. 110%. But, uh, yeah, it's... I felt like it felt very muddled. I have a lot of issues with the writing of this movie. The writing, I have a lot of issues with the writing and directing. Uh, what should we talk about first? And let's do the writing. Uh, it feels more like this would be his first movie. If you watch this, if you watch this, and then you watch Next Machina, you would go like, "Oh, he did this one first, and then Next Machina." Exactly. He got better. Uh huh. Nope. All right. Other than like the set and the special effects, yeah. Which special effects were great? So good. Uh design the production so design good. so beautiful out of this world whoever did it also it cinematography cool. in this movie was great something I did want to mention on cinematography doors, I, love that. I loved I loved I loved I loved a movie about something taking up space there was so much empty space on screen and I loved it yeah I loved it so much every time there was like a, a even just over the shoulder like they were on one half of the screen and the other half was just empty Mm-hmm. I loved it. I thought it looked so cool. I was like, oh, this is so great. I loved it. I'm uh, into uh, it. Uh, yeah, I'm a little tipsy. What, two beers? Two ciders. Both 5%. I haven't eaten a whole lot today. Neither have I. I just had those pretzel bites and chips. What? Okay, now the one beer is okay. Now it's forgivable. Yeah, I just had those. That okay. So. Um, writing. Writing. I have a lot of issues with the writing. You can go first. I'll just chime in. Uh, so I, I'm I have written things. Yeah, I'm not a writer. Uh-huh. I'm working on it. Uh-huh. I guess. <laughs> I watched a lot of video essays. Yeah, and I watched a lot of movies. I watched a lot of TV, a lot of TV. And something that comes up a lot in like video essays and and in TV shows is when show like this is an issue that a lot of people have with Sherlock which I think is a is a pretty good show a lot of people have issues with it because it it's a mystery show that doesn't give the audience all the information they need to solve the mystery so Sherlock comes off as kind of this godly figure which is totally fine if you want to do that but it's just sort of I don't know it 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 makes me and a lot of people that I know kind of feel discredited like oh you're not smart enough to figure this out in a way in a sense my only issue with that thing is like okay but how how are you gonna feel about Sherlock Holmes mystery when you guess the mystery halfway through but not but not (laughs) enough but not like not enough for you to solve it but just like you are given just as much information as anybody else in that room who would be looking around but if you're just looking at the faces of the people talking, then you don't really get a shot of like the crime scene. You oh, don't really get like all these Sherlock. things. Like, I think it's really good. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Sherlock. So, an issue that just exists in writing in general is you don't give the audience um, the same information that your characters have. So, when there is a sudden cut to the interview that is happening at the end of end of this movie because it's all told in this interview. Um, and the interviewer says she was dying of cancer. But like, of course, she did this thing. And then... or And I guess you figured that out. And she was like, yeah, I kind of figured. It's like, well, how? 
where is the information for us, the audience, to then logically make that go like, oh, oh yeah. okay, that does actually make sense. I was just like, she looked a little sickly, I guess. Well, like, I guess. But that's not enough. That's like, not like, enough, yes. For, for the, the characters to figure something out, you just have to give the audience the information to logically get there. Like, they don't, like, don't give them enough to figure out what's actually happening. Just like... Even if she just, had, like, spots where she anything. had chemo. And she had to like, take off her jacket at one party and you see yeah. that. And you saw like, oh, she ha- she all- has a bandage around her arm all the time. Or, or like, she like you see her taking pills. Like, she any, was bald. Any like little bit of information at any point. Even if it's just kind of in the background. If exactly. it's just kind of around and no one yeah, really mentions viewing. it. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe second viewing? I really don't think it's there. <laughs> Uh, maybe during next week's episode, if I see it again, I'm like, uh, reduction. Uh, you <laughs> Re- cannot re- retraction. Uh, retraction. It's your reduction on, on retraction. Uh, if you like to move your eyelashes, incredible. Who knows? Uh, I, anyway, <laughs> I, so I. That's a major issue because a lot of the things that the characters figure out, we are not given the same information. So they suddenly just say things, and it's like, oh, okay, sure, I guess, but but. This is a line that we've talked about of like, you have to treat your audience like they're smart, but you have to also understand that people are really fucking stupid. Yes. So that's a, a hard line to walk. And and I don't think that this movie did it very well. I think it kind of just went, oh, they won't figure it. Like, they don't, they won't get it. Like it's that, like, Alex it's felt kinda, like a condescending yeah, smart person. Yeah. Alex Garland kind of wrote it and he was like, oh, no one's going to get it. And he kind of took yeah. stuff out that, that oh. explained stuff. That then, like, when I watch Shows it, I go, how like... how exposition is. <laughs> yeah, and I think there... I mean, there are a million video essays about, like, exposition and about how to do it and how to not do it. And, yeah, just a lot. I just watched one about uh, M. Night Shyamalan's Last Airbender. Comparing it to the TV show, which I thought was really cool, because I love the TV show. And that movie is garbage. I don't want to see the movie. You haven't seen the TV show? No, we talk, I haven't. Andrew! Done. It's so good. I'm busy. I don't have time. No, Andrew. What? A 22 episode, five season show? Four seasons. Four seasons. Three seasons? Three seasons. Three seasons? So yeah. 22. Water, earth, fire. Yeah, three. They're 20 minutes long. It's so good. It's, 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 Andrew, 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 Andrew. And then if I really like it, I gotta watch Legend of Korra. You don't have to watch Legend of Korra. It, they are but, two completely... No, no, no. They are two completely separate things. I think if you watch Last Bender, Airbender and you love it and you don't feel like you have time to watch Legend of Korra, don't watch Legend of Korra. Like, it's totally fine. It doesn't really add anything to that story. Airbender is a complete story. It is one of the most beautiful TV shows ever drawn. It is one of the best TV shows ever written. I think it's one of the best TV shows of all time, if I'm going to be real with you. I like Batman the Animated Series. It's good, but it's not The Last Airbender. I like Justice League Unlimited. It's also good. Not The Last Airbender. Don't at me on this. I, love, I like Spongebob. Anyway. Uh, so, so yeah, I think yeah. there are a lot of issues with the writing. As as cool and as interesting I, as I think the, the story is, and I, and I would love to read what it's based on. Yeah, it's a book. Uh, yeah, I, I would love to read I the heard book. It's a book. I yeah. would love to read the book too. I think it would, I think cuz I think the book would explain everything kind of a bit more and kind of let me figure stuff out yeah. with the characters instead of just like telling me things. I think that's the difference is like, oh, let the audience figure it out with the people on screen rather yeah. than just t- 
tell them things. But there's also like the line in Altered Carbon that I'm watching right now on Netflix. I've like figured stuff out before the characters have, and it makes me feel like the writing is kind of wonky because like there are really they like drop like one really obvious hint, and they're like, "Why would he be doing that?" And it's like, "Well, because of this, idiots!" Like, come on, like don't be dumb. You're cops. Like, figure it out. Like, you're a dete- you're a highly trained detective, and you were like a super terrorist. Like, figure your shit out, guys. Archer's Carbon is very good. You said watch all the <laughs> everybody. It's very good. Um. So I have a lot of issues with the writing of this movie, as talented as I think Alex Garland is. And I think, just in general, I'm really happy with this kind of resurgence of sci-fi that's been happening in the past, I would say, eight, ten years. Kind of this resurgence of this like adult-themed, interesting, thought-provoking sci-fi. Yeah. Which includes Ex Machina and Arrival and this and... Uh, I would say Blade Runner 2049 and Gravity Gravity ish I don't really like I don't really like Gravity Interstellar I think would be included although I don't really like Interstellar for its own reasons Um, there is this really great revival and resurgence of of interesting cool sci-fi I would even argue Edge of Tomorrow which I think is bad because it ruins itself in the last 10 minutes but that's another I would, conversation. That's a whole other episode. I think that that is included in there. I think there's just this really interesting resurgence in, in adult-themed sci-fi that the kids who grew up watching sci-fi are now making sci-fi, and they don't want to make it for kids. I think that's really great. Yeah. You know? Because like you have like the classics, Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, Star Wars. But even Star Wars, I would, I wouldn't argue, I would say, is not in the adult sci-fi world. So I'm really but happy. Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters and Back to the Future are definitely are are in the kids in the kids sci-fi world. Yeah. And so, the, but now we're kind of in that in that switch of of like, oh, now those people who watched those and grew up like around that kind of sci-fi, yeah, are now making sci-fi and they don't want it to be for kids and they want to be like, oh, let's talk about the interest, like the real shit, like Altered Carbon and Blade Runner. I mean, Blade Runner back in the day is like pinnacle adult sci-fi. Um. Which is coming from books and, and, and stuff like that. I wish they could do Ender's Game again, but like do it well. Uh, there's um, a lot of cool stuff. Let's yeah. talk about your thoughts on the writing of this movie. Uh, it just feels very... It, it feels very just half done. It feels just very... Like, again, you know, I would say I like... Again, it, I, I am writer-ish. We're working on it. Um, it feels just very like something. Oh, you're just chilling out. You watch the movie. You look at your calendar. Wait, the script is done this day? Oh, God. Um, it felt very just like, not even rushed is the wrong word, but just very just like his heart wasn't in it. I, almost. I don't agree with that. To me, ye. It feels like he wrote like a four-hour script, and then, and then the studio the was studio like, "Look, was like, we gotta we gotta edit this down to like two hours before they, we even shoot." Yeah, like we gotta get this down, and so they did, and then it kind of ended up kind of being this half muddled together. And yes. I heard this rumor; it might be true, it might not. Uh, Paramount 
Because yeah. if you don't know, uh, Paramount is doing very badly in the box office these days. Are they? Yeah, they're going. People were. That's why people were shocked with the Fox news because they're like, really? We thought if any studio was going to go away, it would be Paramount. The last huh. Star Trek movie did do well. Really? Our favorite Beyond movie, Mother, did do well. Don't, uh, don't <laughs> lie to the audience. Um, yeah, just a lot of Paramount's movies. Transformers, that's what's been keeping them afloat. Unsurprising. For the past couple of years. But this last one came out and it tanked. That's unsurprising. They were like, uh-oh. So, Have Paramount's I told you the story well. of when I watched the last one before the last night? The Age of Extinction? Yeah. Yeah. I've told you that story. Yeah, you have. You can tell, tell me, now you have to tell, tell it again because so I so I was watching because uh, it popped up on Netflix. I was probably high, and I was just like, "I'll watch a movie. Uh-huh. Why not? I'll watch a tran- a dumb Transformers movie." I put it on. Uh-huh. I was watching it. I was like, "Okay, cool. This is a shitty action Transformers movie with a with a Mark Wahlberg in it." And then I paused it to go to the bathroom, and I was halfway through. And I was 110% yeah, you you with the movie, sure that I was at the climax that I had 20 minutes left. I was halfway through and I was like, I'm done with this movie. I don't want to watch the rest of it. And I turned it off and I have not watched the rest of that movie. And I don't really need to. <laughs> um, but yeah, Paramount is doing not so well. So okay. they saw this movie and they were like, yo, yeah. we're, we will put money into this. Because there's something here. But yeah. you have to... For a lack of a better word, no, no, no. They have to, for lack of a better word, you have to dumb it down. You have to uh, make it. And somewhere in their print, somewhere in their fine print, Alex Garden signed that he had final cut. So this is what we got. Yeah. Uh, and this is where, you know, people like to poop on the studio sometimes. Would have helped. <laughs> <I'm not, laughs> Would have helped. It feels very pretentious. It feels very. Like and sometimes especially it works. towards the end, especially towards the end. Because up until the I lighthouse like, scene, I was like, I was like, did I was your like, mom this ever tell cool. you not to masturbate in public? Like, come on. Up until the it's, lighthouse, I yeah. was like, okay, this is cool. I like this weird, interesting sci-fi. It's not like my favorite story in the world, but uh-huh. I'm like, this is interesting. I like where it's going. I thought it was cool. And then, and then it got to the light. Arrival. Right? Yeah. I was like, up until that ish point I was like if it weren't for the obvious writing and uh, Jennifer Jason Lee this could be my new arrival and, and then Lighthouse happened and I was like alright never mind like, and, <laughs> and it's annoying because when that was happening I was like there could be like a final act twist that makes me go like this is the greatest <gasps> oh! time. yeah <gasps> easily easily 110% if, if some crazy if some... crazy shit had happened but and like then the, she had her and like the video the video tried exactly, but it just it didn't like land that, that way. And I was like, "Oh, okay, that yeah. makes sense." Um, Based on all the information I've been given, thank you for giving me the information for that twist. By the way, Alex Garland, what do you mean? Oh, just like with the deers and and with the way that they talked about the mutations and everything. When it got to that part with the video and and it was Oscar Isaac, I was like, "Oh, I understand what's happening," and I and I understand what's. What is about to happen? Yeah, yeah, And I yeah, was like, yeah. but he had set up all of those pieces of information so that I could figure it out as Natalie Portman figured it out. And I felt like I watched the movie with her as she experienced it, which is the, the problem I had with the rest of the writing. Um, Even though I still think Alex Garland is very talented. He is. He, again, I will, as much as I, and we still have a little bit more to say about the movie, but oh, as yeah. much as, you know, we're 
pooping on this movie. Again, if this is your worst, good job. Like, God damn, good dude. Good job. If this is your worst. I can't wait to... Like, I still am yeah. excited for his next movie. Day like, one, it, it, I'll be there. Yeah, uh-huh. like, no problem, Alex. Like, this love is not you. Like, this is not... Uh, you know, if the next one's not that good, if the next one's very self-indulgent, then I might... Then, then, then might we got some problems. But, but, like, you started with right Ex now, Machina. Yeah. It's like uh, with uh, Ben Affleck with Live by Night. I love Ben Affleck's direction and all that. And okay. he did great with God, Baby, God, The Town. The last movie, I was like... You know what? Every great director has their Alien Three has their yeah. has their uh, what's Spielberg's? I can think of it always. Every director has their like yeah, garbage okay. movie, good. so it's okay. Yeah. Um, what do you, question? Yes. What do you think Martin Scorsese's is? Um, I don't know all of his movies, so I might not be able to have an interesting response. Shutter's Island, but again, oh, I'm thinking Shutter. of a lot of later Scorsese. And that doesn't count because it's like he already was Scorsese yeah. by this point. I can't. I'm trying to think. Meat Streets is Shutter Island makes sense, but it's still good. Again, like, but Scorsese has the luxury, just like Spielberg, he can release ten Anything. flops. Yeah, and then if one's if one is great, they'll be like, "Of course it's great, Scorsese." What are you yeah, talking about? Of course, and people would be like, "Do you not recognize the last ten years of yeah. garbage?" Even Spielberg had that. I liked War Horse, but a lot of people didn't like War Horse. I didn't see it. So you did see it? I no. really. I saw the play. I would. See I saw the. Play. I saw the Broadway across Canada play. It was gorgeous. I got to meet the horse. <laughs> God, no, seriously. Puppet. The 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 dudes who who played the horse like came out. They did an interview. My they uh, the news people like brought my my acting class to the interview so it could look like there was people there uh-huh. and they came out with the horse they like acted with it they had the horse they had mounted police outside and then they had the the fake horse like come up next to them oh that's cool just to see how they would all react together one of them was not having it the rest what, of them the were horses? totally cool yeah that's, that's one of them was just like you're not a horse like, <laughs> like you're not a horse What's you, know, what you look like thing? us but you're not one of us like he was freaking out the rest of them were just like he's weird but like whatever Yeah, and it was funny. great and then they gave us free tickets to the show that night oh, and so I got to see it it was gorgeous cool. I was can I, I'm gonna tell a brief story okay <laughs> so at the at the beginning like he's playing with a small horse uh-huh. a baby a baby horse and they kept, and they did the I don't know if they did this in the movie but he does the like and up and then the horse like goes like eh. and then like they're playing with each other and so they kept doing it and I was like oh this is like when the the transition is going to happen to into the big horse and I was like oh he's probably just going to like run off stage and then like run back on as the big horse because he was like running around the little horse was running around the stage yeah. and then they would like play but they did it once like down left. They did it once down right. And then they went up center. And I was like, that's weird. It's rule of threes. This is what it should be. And he went, and up. And the little horse puppet broke into two as it went. Like, it went up. And it broke into two pieces that flew off stage. And then out of the, like, blackness behind it, the big horse, like, came up and, like, and did the big like that's cool. on its back legs and it was like the most magical moment i was like oh, oh shit oh shit it was like the best yeah. i was so happy i was like yeah, that yeah. oh so beautiful i love theater okay uh, but yeah war horse is spielberg i love war horse but people hate it um but for spielberg had a couple years where just i mean we'll hits. see how ready player one does exactly and then lincoln came out and people are like 
There Skull he is. Was, there he is. And people are like, do you not record? Do we not remember Crystal Skull, guys? Come on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like again, every director has their garbage movie. The direction in this movie, again, much like the writing, it felt bland. Yeah. It felt, again, the person other, who... I mean, other than the... Natalie than Portman the, held this movie on her back. Yeah. Other than, I think other than the than the, than the the choice of, like, empty space, there was so much empty space happening, which I really liked, and, and I and I definitely feel like it that like was Alice Garland. Almost. It didn't feel like a movie. It felt like he was just, like, oh. just tooted up his craft. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, much like we said about what, how you feel about Jennifer Jason Lee, yeah. how I feel about Tessa Thompson, yeah. how, uh, you know... The guy, the black guy from Interstellar. That's the black guy from Interstellar who Natalie Portman sleeps with. I, I don't care about Interstellar well, enough to really have okay. a reaction. Uh, it, it just, so many things felt. Like, and that was my thing. It felt, at first, that the movie was going on. I was like, is this going to be like a metaphor about toxic relationship? Or not toxic, almost like how people cheat. Because I almost, I like the part when him and Natalie Portman were talking about how he was like, we have a connection. We yeah. know this. We knew that. And she was like, what about your wife? He was like, I love my wife. Don't get that twisted. Yeah. I love her. But like, I, I thought, I was like, oh, okay, we're dead. I've never seen this in film. And that's just not brought up again. Yeah. I thought that was, because I love that. Again, I that's that why I feel like, that's why I feel like I there was like this, why I full, I, that's why I feel like there was this four hour long movie that he wrote and he was like, this is like my masterpiece. And then they were like, Let's cut that shit down. Let's they make might have. Two Maybe that's movie. what happened. He wrote the script. Paramount was like, cut it down. And he was so jaded that he made it in a script. <laughs> where he was like, fine. But in the movie, when the movie comes out, whatever I feel, whatever I'm satisfied with, that's the movie. That might have happened. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, it felt, a lot of things just felt unexpi- uninspired. Uh, it just, it felt like there was a lot of ideas that didn't get completed. Yeah, like, let's okay. Like, uh, the like the the first video that they find with oh. them cutting open the guy, and then them finding the body of yeah. that guy, and none of them mentioned that it was the guy that they saw in the video. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's, I exactly. was like, I feel like that's a conversation that you would have because Tessa Thompson picks up the knife and like recognizes like, oh, this is weird. I don't want to be here. And even when, but then it's like. Why would you not then have the conversation of like, okay, what's actually happening? Like, when Jane the Virgin was like, that's just light manipulation. I'm a paramedic. I've seen. Yeah. I get like no one turned around and said like, bruh, this, like, is, this, this is, light is, is this what you've seen yeah. in the, yeah? Like, I think that there was just a lot of unfinished. But again, is business. that kind of again? Sorry for the word. Sorry if I do offend anyone. But like, is that dumbing it down? If we did that, like. Of course, we don't, don't need know. them to say that. Of course, we just know she knows that. Like, well, again, this I is think, making me think about my own right. Well, I don't know about you, my like. No, definitely. I think that I think there is a a balance point. I was thinking about this earlier today, actually. Of like, for some reason, I was thinking about Cabin in the Woods a lot today, um, and how I think it's a really good example of exposition of. You have these two, the two characters, um, in the lab. Lab. Uh, uh, Is that Michael Jenkins? No. Uh, Robert Jenkins and uh, and... (sighs) they're both in Academy Award nominated movies this year. Uh, Oh yeah, they are. They're both very fun. Shape of Water and The Post and Get Out. They're all incredible. Bradley, he's such a good actor. 
I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> You're yeah. in the West Wing. I like you. They're both great. Yes, exactly. So you have these two characters who who have information that the audience doesn't. Uh-huh. But because those two characters know what the other person knows, they have shared information that they don't have to then explain to each other. So when they're sitting there and the guy like flips that switch, they don't have to go like, oh, why are you flipping that switch? And he's like, oh, it's so I can turn on this, like, the fog so that it, like, does this to their brain. And it just, like, they just do it and uh-huh. then you see what happens and then it eventually is explained to you. But, like, you don't need it explained at the top. Like, two physicists and- aren't going to explain <laughs> physics to each other to, exactly. to get it across the audience. And I feel like in this movie we could have used a little bit more of, of explanation of just, like... But then having the conversation. Was fish out of water. But yeah. she kind of, everyone knew kind of what. So everyone kind of knew what was going like, on. You don't know anything. The movie basically flips you off. Yeah. But uh, to go on the other, on that example, but on another side of where it's not good, a movie that I like in a goofy way and you don't like, Valerian. Where yeah. They're like, hey, yeah, Loreline, you know how we've done, you know, 50 missions together? You know this. Why don't you like me? Is it because that one time when we were sitting by the cabin fire, yeah. you too said... Too much. Too much. Exactly. Too much exposition. Too much shit that I don't... That you wouldn't actually talk about. I'm not going to yeah. talk... We're not going to have a conversation about, like... Hey, for, remember when we were talking about Mother for our first episode? Yeah, like... you were like, oh, I'm not really that into religion. And yeah. Like, we have that information. We know that that's part of our dialogue as human beings. We don't need to then bring that up again. So I think that that's... A, that's again, this is why I think it's like a four-hour-long movie that should have been shot and released. And I, that, I, yeah. Because in that moment, I was expecting them to have a conversation about, like... Oh, maybe some shit is actually going really weird, and like that could be the start of them uh, getting the that. I mean, clearly that is the moment of them starting to get paranoid. But if there was a, a actual scene where they're with that body, that looks fucking beautiful. Oh, <laughs> all yeah, the mutation yeah, and the, all, all, all that the, stuff was gorgeous. The, the way the the structure of it. Also, again, beautiful. there's a lot of unfinished things. Like, hey. You just woke up, apparently because of, you know, the way we were traveling, our food rations, we've been out here. Yeah, and then they just days. never do it again. And, and why does that matter? Yeah. Again, for us as, us as audience, I understand why that matters to you. Yeah. But for us as audience members you who don't. want to experience a story, yeah. why does that matter? Especially because... Especially if you Especially, and even more because we already have that information. We already have this the interview where... where where he says, you've been gone for four months. How long do you think you were there? Oh, exactly. And she goes, days? Weeks, maybe? And it's like, okay, so shit is weird in this bubble. Mm -hmm. And they, and like, and, but they aren't really fully aware aware of it. Exactly. They kind of like maybe feel weird, but like that's the only time that we see them experience it. And it's like, well, but then Oscar Isaac has his old monologue at the end where it's like he's clearly been experiencing it a lot. Exactly. Which is, again, goes back to like, I feel like he wrote a four hour long movie. And Paramount was like, maybe even just a three hour long movie. Maybe he was just like three yeah, hours long. Yeah, this movie is only two hours flat. It's two hours yeah, flat. Yeah, it's like, it's like just this under two hours or something. This movie could easily been two hours and 45 minutes. Easily. And, and, I, and probably would have been incredible. Exactly. I feel like, like, Somebody somewhere in the ethos of making this movie went, uh-huh. we got to cut this down to two hours. Just make it digestible, quote unquote. One thing that I will say about this movie uh, that's good, pacing was pretty good. Pacing was and really good. Just say, because I remember looking at the kiosk and it was one hour and 55 minutes. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. It, it felt it did not feel like a four hour long movie. It yeah. felt it, it felt like felt, we went in and out. Yeah. yeah. It was really nice. It was a very well Which go movie. which is like why it feels weird because it is Alex Garland who like Ex Machina I think is like this really well paced, well thought out, like it explains when it needs to explain and doesn't explain when you need exactly. to figure it out and kinda like does this really, really lovely balancing act it's of, close to of information. Movie. I think it's absolutely amazing. And so seeing this come out of that same guy. It's weird. It feels weird. So I feel like for as much as, as we are putting down this movie for the issues that we have with it, I, I just, I think it's not Alex Garland's fault. I I, I, I feel like something happened uh-huh. that made the rest of it kind of fall apart in ways, Maybe, quote unquote. Yeah, we both don't know. I do. There feel is no like, way for us to know. Yeah, but exactly. like, I do feel like it is his fault. Uh, but again, I'll say it for the third time: rule of threes. If this is you at your bad, good job. Yeah. Because um, like his next thing, I'm still gonna I'm gonna go exactly. see it opening weekend. I'm gonna like uh, it's probably gonna be some really great sci-fi. Hopefully, Oscar Isaac is in it. And Oscar Isaac's in a, gotta be in. If he's in a small part, hopefully he's better. Um, uh, I feel like he might have just been tired. Maybe. Oh, yeah. On Jimmy... One of the Jimmys, Kim or Fallon. Natalie <laughs> Portman was on, and she was like, they were... He... And this is another reason why I had a small role. He came straight off the set of Star Wars to film it. Yeah, that's unsurprising. Because yeah. they're friends. He would have been like, I gotta go <laughs> to the set I was shit. just like... Yeah. <laughs> At I was time, just flying Natalie Portman X-wings. surprised everyone on the Star Wars set, and she was like, oh, look at this! <laughs> oh, you see? Why am I not in this movie? Because <laughs> I die. <laughs> Spoiler alerts for Star Wars. Sorry. Uh, I was talking about Poderi. Hey, not if Leia Padme. could use the Force, then she could be a Force ghost. Who fucking cares anymore? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. Let's get on that Star I, Wars I, shit. Yeah. Uh, honestly, you know, Obi Wan movie? I'd With Ewan McGregor? I'd be, I'd be down be for a really Padme good. movie. I'd be down. I, would be for down. I don't know if I would be down for a. If you get movie. some smart, if it's like again because Star off topic. I'm sorry. Tonight's just a fun night. Yeah, it is. If it's like a like almost like the Queen or Jackie or like a biopic almost, that but it's be. but that it's a star. Be interesting. Wouldn't that be kind that of that could just, be kind of cool? It'd be kind of cool. Just kind of like um, just her like like a Maria Antoinette, but better. Yeah. That'd be kind of again doing something different in the Star Wars world. That's totally like. I mean, that's what I was hoping Solo was going to be. That's what I was hoping yeah. Rogue One was going to be. I was wishing Solo was going to be like something like. I wanted to be a f- fucking Lord Miller movie. A goofy, yeah. A goofy space race comedy. Every time you see it, that's Solo, all I want out of that love, Solo movie. I like Justice League. I do really like Batman v Superman. That's but like, fine. Every time you see someone do a cinematic universe. You do realize how impressive the Marvel Universe is. How, like, it wasn't easy to do at all. No. It's really interesting. Yeah. We're in a really weird, interesting place in, in movies in, in and in, like, media. This, like, yeah. Because like, there was a couple years, TV was much better than movies. I would, I would argue it still is. Uh, I, I think we're, I think we're on the, uh, we're, we're slowly flipping I think between last year and... I think we're definitely getting to a place where, where it might be equal for a bit, and then we'll 
exactly. see where we That's need. Exactly. Exactly. But I think right now we're still in the in the age of TV because like there is just in more and more good TV coming out. House of Cards came out. Dexter was still on. Breaking Bad was ending. Uh, Game of Thrones was still on. Yeah. We had Veep. We had Modern Family. We had, we had all these from. Wasn't yeah. Community still on? Community in 2013. I was thinking about the other day. I was like, 2013, like the pinnacle of shows were still on. Yeah. It's a lot. Like, and I think, I think we're still in that. I think we're we're reaching the point where there's a where we're getting to that movie bubble of like there just being a lot of mediocre mm-hmm. TV with like some standouts. I exactly. Would, I would say Marvelous Miss Maisel is a standout. Oh. It's so good, Andrew. I would say. Uh, Did you say your your boys and girl? <laughs> Stranger Things. Stranger Things, I would say. Stranger Things is a standout. I would, I would say, uh, Daredevil. Uh, I would say Daredevil is a standout. I think Daredevil's fucking good. I'm so excited for Jessica Jones. Holy fuck, it comes out in like a week. It does. I'm so excited. But no, I think I think we are now because there was a time where movie, where TV was because all the writers went to TV. Yeah. They were like, oh, I can, I can tell more stories there. Uh huh. And I, I think, think we're now just we're reaching a finally nice at like because between Moonlight coming out and and get out and I even though I don't like it but Lady Bird and Shape of Water all these movies Mad Max Creed we're getting these great movies yeah. now that I feel like we're finally equaling out and hopefully movies will because I'm a movie guy uh, I want them to just stay equal I, I think if we just eat, yeah. reach an equilibrium where like people going into the business of like oh I want to write stuff they'll, they'll kind of go like Oh, this story I think would fit better on TV, so they'll pitch it to TV uh-huh. people. Oh, this story feels better as like a movie. I'll pitch it to the movie people, so and many, I think we can. Yeah. I think writers and and people who have who are coming up in this age, like like you and me and people in our kind of generation of of artists who are who are starting to do all this stuff, I think they are smart enough to find that balance of like, oh no, I think this should be like a ten episode TV show. Exactly. Oh, I think this should be like a movie. Just like a one, two, maybe two movies. You know what's funny? And like find that um, back and forth. I was sad they had to go with the gimmick. I know your feelings on 13 Reasons Why, but 13 Reasons Why was eight episodes and be a masterpiece. It'd be a gosh darn masterpiece. You haven't seen it, so it doesn't really matter if you disagree. But, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I feel the same for any of the Marvel, Marvel shows. shows. Make, it ten, make like, it 10, you're good. You're golden. Daredevil would have been the Daredevil season two would have been like the best season of TV. Annihilation final final thoughts. Final uh, thoughts. Do you have any anything else to say? Not really. I feel like I basically said it. It was real. It was a it like for everything. It just could have been better for me. Could have been better. One hundred ten percent. I'm very excited for Alex Garland's next yeah. thing. This does not hinder my excitement. Not at, at all. all. In any way. It, kind of just it makes goes me like, more excited because I feel it, it shows me that you're not like, oh, he's not a, like, was a mistake. Yeah, X-Bacana it's not like he's an idiot. Of, it's not exactly. like he, he stumbled X-Bacana into greatness. Like, yeah. He knows what he's doing, and I think that something else that was affecting this uh-huh. and, and other shit happened. And, and yeah, it didn't turn out great. Through a divorce. I don't know. Who knows what was happening? But I think whatever he does next might be whatever he does next might be 
absolutely incredible. Yeah. And one of the best movies ever. It could be. Hopefully... I would not be surprised if Alex Garland went down in the history as, like... Yeah, one of the one of the greats. One of the greats. I hope so. Um, If he just keeps working at it and and keeps doing these things, and and I think that he could do it. I kind of, yeah, I just... Anything else to say? I just wish it was a little bit better, but anything else to say? Not a whole lot. Yeah, I just... I like the movie a lot. I, did you? I did it. I <laughs> Don't lie. Sorry, a little drinky drink. Uh, I like, I like parts of this. I'll I'll rephrase that. Dude. I like parts of this movie a yeah. lot. Yes, I like 100%. the interrogation too that we talked about, which yeah. he tied everyone else to. Yeah, I thought that scene was so good when they're when Oscar Isaac and Natalie Portman are both in the bed, and he. Oh, I thought that was very so sweet. cute. Um. Since I you do. keep bringing up mother, that's how you show love in a relationship. Honestly, fucker, fuck you, motherfucker. Honestly, I felt it was a little bit like, oh, I get it, they were in love, but that's just me. Uh, fuck off, that's just me. No, that uh, is how you show love. Screw you. Okay. The power of love. Don't yes. start saying Huey Lewis. That's the power at me. of love. But yeah, I say I'm a. What? Did you did you just hear that, Sam? What's happening? I didn't hear oh, anything. Oh, dear. Hello. Oh, no, Sam. It's the bear from The Revenant. He comes <laughs> and visit us. Oh, you liked me in this was... movie. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, of course. We liked Sam. We liked, we liked you in the movie, right? Can you just can you let us finish? You were, you were okay. Oh, say that again? You're all right. You were better. You know what, bear? Wait, bear. Hold on. Oh, Sam. You... It's looking at us. It's breathing. No, bear. I love you. You were great in The Revenant. And I'm really excited to see what you do next, because I think you're a very talented bear. You think I'm talented? Yeah. Oh, Sam, just plug us, plug us out. We need to we need to walk out. No, I think you're a very good, talented bear. <laughs> oh, Sam, it's got me by the My name is Sam Bannigan. The man choking on the other <laughs> The man choking on the other side of the room is Andrew Thomas. You can find me at Sam Bannigan on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find Andrew Thomas at Ann Thomas 633. You can email him as you much as you want. Me there, there. Oh, you hear me Did you change just your like thing? Just like the movie. <laughs> just like the movie. I say the voices. No, I got it. Oh, I got it. Oh, Sam, you're looking delicious. Oh, thank you. That was a really sad ending. Alright. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's been great. Go see Annihilation. I think I want to. I want to know your thoughts. Thank you, Alex Garland. Love you. Goodbye.